It is Friday, April 9th here at Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the 25th Quick Hit Pod in our Dynasty Prospects Scouting Report series. I'm your host, Matt Schaff. With me, as always, is Jared Smola. You can now find 29 rookie scouting reports on DraftSharks.com. Every single one is free to read, and they will keep coming at you right up until the NFL Draft. You can check out every one of these accompanying podcasts by subscribing to our YouTube channel, as well as any of our podcast feeds. Our focus today is on Louisville running back Javian Hawkins. Honestly, the first guy that I've gotten to that I really hope that I'm wrong about. We'll get to what I'm talking about on that front. But first, Hawkins was a bit of a late bloomer in high school compared with other top prospects, top recruits. His final two years were strong, though. He topped 1,500 total yards as a junior, including 509 receiving. As a senior, Hawkins rushed for 1,783 yards. His receiving fell off under 200 yards on that front chose Louisville among 19 offers as a three-star recruit across multiple recruiting services. Hawkins made brief appearances in three games in his true freshman season for the Cardinals, but took a red shirt after that point. He broke out his second year on campus though, under a new coaching staff, took over a backfield that had lacked a, a true leader the year before. No running back cracked 80 carries the year before. Hawkins averaged 20.3 carries per game, 117.3 rushing yards per game. That latter number ranked seventh in all of FBS for that season. As a redshirt sophomore in 2020, Hawkins played in the team's first seven games, but then opted out the rest of the way. His carry share actually grew a bit, topping 50% in his final season for those seven games he played. And he delivered 58% of the team's rushing touchdowns, up from 39% in his breakout season. The receiving role also grew, which is going to be key for him. After he caught just four balls in 2019, Hawkins caught 16 in the seven games he played last season, 12.4% of the team's total for those seven games. So that's a plus for his final season. Yeah, so to me, I mean, just the fact that he handled 264 carries in his uh, in that 2019 season at his size, you know, 183 pounds is pretty impressive. He averaged 5.8 yards per carry. He was really on a similar rushing pace this past season you look at some of the pff numbers on hawkins they're interesting he, he was like middle of the pack in elusive rating and missed tackles forced per attempt but 4.09 yards after contact per attempt 26th best among 238 qualifying running backs so a surprise for a smaller running back i mean obviously he's, he's not going to win on rushing volume at the next level so i do wish there was more receiving production like you, the market shares were okay last year but still just 16 total catches um, and he was 63rd in PFF receiving grade among 115 qualifying running backs so even when he did get a chance he was just sort of average in the pass catching department and of course even those yards after contact it's not like he's running with noteworthy power it's more like when you're trying to catch a frog in the front yard you just can't get it to stay in your hands <laughs> even when you can reach it all right so we'll get to what he showed on video and what there is to like about him when you watch him because, I mean, that's what you like about him. If you watch the highlights, the guy's nickname is PlayStation, first of all, and he said in an interview that he thinks his dad called him that because he played video games too much, but also it dates back to Pop Warner with people calling him that because of the moves he had. And, I mean, it doesn't take long for them to show up. Javian Hawkins is just nonstop motion. He's spinning, cutting, reversing field. He runs like I tweeted this earlier. He runs like a fan that jumps onto the field during a football game and knows that it's all over as soon as he gets tackled by security. So he is making it count 
whatever he can do to elude the tacklers he's doing and he's finding new ways to get you're like oh he's caught oh my god he's still going that's <laughs> jv and hawkins running on the football field yeah he runs like he pounded like five red bulls before you know every game he's a fun watch he he's small though like not only is he short but he's just like thinly built i feel like you know guys like darren sproles and even like tree cohen they're short but they, they just look stockier than Hawkins looks. And maybe he can put on, you know, five to 10 pounds in the NFL, which would be helpful. But, uh, man, so yeah, every time he's about to get hit, I'm, like, worried for the guy because he just looks so small out there. Yeah, he kept getting up from it. You know, again, he averaged more than 20 carries per game overall for his career. I think it was actually, like, 19.85 carries per game over the past two seasons. He does look fast. The time speed, I think, is a little bit disappointing for somebody who's supposed to be a speed, a speed guy and looks very fast. Because if you do add that pro day adjustment that bring it down, you know, 0.05 seconds, that gets into four or five one. That would be a bad time for somebody of his size. I think he looks faster than that on tape. But, you know, no matter exactly how fast he is, the problem is that he's tiny. So I don't want to dwell on the tape too much because, again, it's fun to watch. You're not going to find what to dislike there. It's just that I think once he gets past college, he's just going to be too small to translate it to the NFL. I looked back. Over the past few seasons, you need to score about 170 points in PPR to reach the top 24 for the season among running backs. No running back has cracked 160 PPR points at less than 190 pounds since 2008. And outside of Warwick Dunn, who was the 12th overall pick, by the way, in the, by the Bucks back in 1997, no other sub 190 pound running back has reached that level since 1997. So again, no one since 2008, and even the, that group in 2008 and back was all work done. From 1997 through 2008, he was the only one in that weight range that was delivering production that even gets you to the bottom of RB2 territory. Yeah, the guy who came to mind for me when I was reading your report on Hawkins and just digging into him was Donnell Pumphrey, who came into the league a couple seasons ago as an undersized guy. You know, Pumphrey actually had he had three seasons of workhorse volume at San Diego State. He also had a better pass catching profile than Hawkins has. Pumphrey caught 22 plus balls in all four of his college seasons. He was a fourth round pick. I think that'd be a win for Hawkins if he's a fourth round pick. I'd be slightly slightly more interested in him if he goes even that high. But, you know, I, I would not be surprised if this guy's like a sixth or seventh round pick. And just, you know, again, as you said, at that size, he's just a long shot to really be an NFL factor, you know, real life or in fantasy. And I mean, even though Donnell Pumphrey made his way into round four, he has yet to get an actual touch in the NFL. So it, everybody that you think of, if you think of a small back who has been successful in the NFL, if you compare them, that small back is bigger than Javian Hawkins actually is. Darren Sproles is bigger. I thought of Jaquiz Rogers. He's bigger, even though he's shorter. And he also caught a lot more passes in college. Philip Lindsay, who went undrafted and then surprised everybody, he caught 117 passes in college. Hawkins caught 21. So Lance Zierlein at NFL.com compared him to Naheem Hines. I think that's a very optimistic comparison because Naheem Hines had 89 catches in college. He basically spent his second season at NC State as a wide receiver. So we could project that into the NFL. Maybe Hawkins has more receiving aptitude than what Louisville allowed him to show, but we haven't seen it yet. So I'm not going to be in any hurry to project that at the next level. Yeah, I, I see the similarities in like play style between Hawkins and Naheem Hines, but Hines had the better college production profile. He also tested a lot better, too. He, he blew up at the combine. Hawkins was sort of average, especially when you factor in his weight. 
Hawkins is the kind of guy that you're going to root for when you watch him carry the ball. That's why I say, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that, you know, he has this surprising career because he's fun to watch. I just, I don't see any reason to bother with him in a dynasty rookie draft. If you want to take him in round five, because you're that big a fan, just in case, I mean, fine. But I think you're more likely to find somebody else that has, you know, a better if than Javian Hawkins does. I think that the ceiling here is probably a caffeinated JD McKissick. And again, the problem there is Hawkins arrives as an unproven receiver. McKissick was a wideout in college who caught 289 balls. Hawkins has 21 college catches behind him. Yeah, again, I mean, I'm going to need to see Hawkins go in like the fourth round to a team that like obviously needs some like change of pace type back to have any interest in him in dynasty rookie drafts. Head over to DraftSharks.com now. You can see my full scouting report on JV and Hawkins with some more of those weight-involved numbers that I mentioned. While you're there, check out the 28 other prospect scouting reports that we have already posted. Check back for more because we have more to come right up until the NFL draft. As I've mentioned, they are all free to read, but you should lock in your DS Insider access. That way you can see where they land in our dynasty rankings and where they sit in our rookie rankings post-draft to head into your dynasty rookie drafts. You can also check out our 2021 projections, our MVP draft board. They're ready to help you draft right now, whatever format you're playing. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at DraftSharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at ShaufDS. That's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the DraftSharks crew, I'm Matt Shaf saying thanks so much for swimming with us.